Okay, welcome everybody to Season 4, Episode 1. And we begin all over again on this paranormal merry-go-round. And I'm really excited to begin a new season. You know, fresh start, blank slate, a chance to dig into new topics and interview new people. And the first person of this season is Autumn. We're lucky enough to have her on the program today. So, Autumn, thanks for being here. Hello. Uh, and from what I understand, you have a couple different weird things that have happened uh, kind of around your, your workspace. And one of them actually has to do with uh, standard issue office supplies, right? We, we got rubber bands, uh, paranormal happening with rubber bands. Yes, I have. You know, I've always had strange things that have happened, but it's just kind of become more frequent. I don't know if it's the building I'm in. It's pretty, it's a good building. It's a real good vibe in there. Everybody comments about the the feeling they get when they walk in. They're like, this place is amazing. And it does. So it's just become more frequent there in that space. But I mean, you, you do work that's kind of in the wheelhouse of like um, beauty. Is it like esthetician or cosmetology? It's kind of in that wheelhouse, right? More tattooing. I do a lot of paramedical tattooing. I tattoo faces. I fix a lot of botched work in the community. You know, a lot of microblading took over the community, but unfortunately, you know, it's, you know, there's not a lot of regulations and it's amounted to a lot of botched faces. So I do a lot of tattoo removal. Um, I do areola restoration for women that have had um, mastectomies and I always donate that service though. So I think you actually made the the news recently, didn't you? From I mean, the the amount of um, you know free services you were giving away to these women in need, right? Oh yeah, I, yeah. It was uh, Channel Six News did a little piece on me for um, um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So that's amazing. Well, you keep up the good work. And now, as as far as the building itself, is it an older building that you work out of? It is. It's uh, you know, it's I'm right across the street from the famous La Sola Mia restaurant. In fact, you know, it's kind of like a little trio place. There's the La Sola Mia restaurant. Then there's an event center for all the Omaha people that know. And then there's a nice little building next door. And we have four different storefronts in there. And um, yeah, but it's right there. The La Sola Mia family is, they're actually my landlords. So, so it's, I think it's just a building probably from the 20s or 30s. It's beautiful architecture, that old world style that it's hard to find now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In, in a world of kind of, you know, strip malls and cookie cutter things, it's nice oh, to have a place that has some character. So, well, and good energy from, from what your clients say, but good I, energy or not, tell us what's going on with the mystery rubber bands. Yeah, it was, you know, it started with, I had a, a client come in and we were, um, she was a traveling ICU nurse and she uh, was telling me she had her brows botched by somebody and she came in to have me fix them. She, she didn't even live here anymore. She lived three hours from here. And she said she, when she saw my website, she knew I was going to be the one that helped her. And so I, uh, you know, I was, she said she didn't, you know, didn't know. She's like, I'm making killer money now. I used to live here. I no longer live here. I'm three hours. And um, it's, it's, it's great money, but I don't know if it's worth it. She's like, you know, PTSD amongst our staff with COVID deaths is so bad. She's like, these people get septic and they die. And, and I told her, I was like, oh, I know all about sepsis because I, you know, I almost lost my life to severe septic shock a few years before, in fact, three years. And she's like, you did? She's like, how'd you do that? And then we're talking and I recognized her voice. <clears throat> sounded very familiar and I believe she was one of the nurses that called in the RRT team and 
I feel like she saved my life. But the crazy thing is, is that it was on my three-year anniversary to that morning, you know, and it was, what a weird coincidence. This woman didn't remember me, you know, and I didn't, you know, I didn't remember her till that moment, but it was just, it was a weird coincidence and we're talking and, you know, trying to figure out if it was indeed her. And we look over and there's two rubber bands on my, my wall. And I look at them and I'm just rationally like, what are those rubber bands doing there? And, you know, it's just a flat wall. I don't know how they got there. And I looked at her and I just said, did you, did you just, you know, she's laying on the table getting ready to have her face tattooed. And she's like, I look at her and I said, did you just shoot those rubber bands at my wall? <laughs> she, she, uh, she looks over and she's like, whoa, she's like, those weren't there just a second ago. And I, I, uh, walked over and tried to figure out how they were on the wall because there was nothing to hold them. There's no nails. There's nothing. I didn't know where they came from. It was like looking up at the ceiling, like where these come from. And then they dropped and fell and they went behind my toolbox and they disappeared. They were gone. Like nothing ever happened. And you know, and this woman's wearing this big cross and I'm thinking, Oh shoot, you know, she's going to I'm flying out of my studio and <laughs> I tried to make a little joke. I said, you know, my hearing's kind of bad. If you hear anything sketchy, let's, you know, let's get the hell out of here, you know? And she joked and she goes, no, she's like, you know, she's just, she goes, I actually have the most beautiful feeling inside. She's like, I just feel like you've got, you've got some really beautiful, some good guardian angels around you. And, and it was there because I felt the same way too. It wasn't anything I was scared of or nothing. It was, it was, it was a really good feeling. You know, and I've I've had some weird rubber bands appear here and there. My son did one time too. He had one. He was actually in Colorado, and he had just got done visiting me, and he went home. And we kept thinking it's the building a little haunted, or just some weird energies there, some guardian angels we didn't know. But then he had one hanging from his ceiling, and he called me in the middle of the night, and he's like, "No, it's it's a good feeling, mom." He's like, "Something is good," and he's like, "I'm wearing this." He's like, "This is all good energy here," and so he just he wears his little rubber bands, you know. And I mean, one time I had one in the Lazy Susan. Now I see these rubber bands, and I just kind of laugh about it, you know. And I just leave them be. And I'm in my kitchen, and Lazy Susan's there, and I open it, and there's a rubber band in there, and. Um, I just left it, went in the other room, came back. I was getting ready to clean my stove top and that rubber band has, was gone and it was actually on a pan sitting on my stove top. It was right on the handle and yeah, it was. What? Yeah. This is, this it is was, bananas. Uh, so, okay, let me, let me back up. Let me back the train up to the, to the beginning. So the, the lady who came in when the, the weird rubber band, you know, appearing act started, that lady was part of the part of a group of people who literally saved your life. And then three years later to the day, she comes to you for help. For help. Yeah. It was crazy. Uh, now I have to ask. So when, when you were interacting with this person and the rubber bands were like hanging on your wall, I mean, obviously they weren't held up by like a thumbtack or anything Were they just like hovering or like clinging to the wall, almost like with static charge or something. Yeah. That's what it looked like. Like static. It was just holding them there. Yeah. It was odd. So, you know, it was weird though when I was, when I was, um, you know, got, was really sick and I was close to coding and it, it's, you know, I was very much an atheist and I was raised a Jehovah's Witness. And then I was left the faith when I was like 28 and I really didn't know what I believed in anymore. And then when I almost died, it was, 
my, you know, one of my best friends since I was 14, he had passed two months before and he was in the room with me and it was, I don't know. I've always just felt like it was him. So it was weird to see. It really was actually life changing for me because he was indeed in that room with me and he was healthy. He looked like he was 30 years old and it was a, it was a good feeling. I wish everybody actually could experience it because it was such a feeling of like, you know, we're, we're okay wherever we go when we're gone. So it was a good feeling. So it's the most well, it's feeling of peace. So, and I kind of get that same feeling when I see these damn rubber bands, but. <laughs> you know, and I don't know, open to interpretation, but you know, this is how it is with signs from the afterlife, signs from the universe, signs from deceased loved ones and spirit guides. Uh, you got to read between the lines. Look for the metaphors, the symbolism. Are, are they telling you to be flexible, stay flexible like a rubber band? Maybe maybe that's the message. But it is um, miraculous that you survived. On behalf of everybody listening, we're glad that you did. And, right. you know, to boot, it had a, you know, profound impact on on your faith. But, yeah, it, anyone who, you know, stands on the on the doorstep of, of the afterlife and lives to tell about it, you are forever changed. My... My life took a completely different trajectory after um, having my own near-death experience in the fall of 2006, and that's what led me down, you know, this path that I'm on now, you know, with the intuitive work and, you know, sharing and hearing people's stories. And, yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, now, getting back to the rubber band, so your son in Colorado, you said it was dangling from his from his ceiling or from his fan? From the ceiling. From the ceiling. Again, and again, just kind of hovering there with no obvious means of attachment. Mm-hmm. So well, he... Special connection with Keegan, you know, and he just, you know, he's very, he's a little bit more emotional and, you know, he always calls me when he's down and out. He was really struggling in life. And so it gave him a good, it gave him a good pick me up, you know, so. But that's good. And uh, hopefully he doesn't lose that because that's a good luck charm from the universe. Oh, it's not... I and he's kicking butt. He's actually was this in New York. Look out for his name though, because he's uh he just walked for New York Fashion Week for the Vogue Runway, and Esquire mag Men's Magazine is doing a a story on or a featured thing on him. So I'm super excited. I think it comes out in June. So yeah, he's he's out there doing really good. I'm excited for him. Son's a rock star. How cool is that, man? Just walking yeah. down New York City runways. Uh, he's just it, a little player for you know Bellevue West for a while so <laughs> yeah it's funny how where life takes us and and so that rubber band and, and as if that wasn't enough so this rubber band appears inside your lazy Susan for anybody who's listening who might not know lazy Susan it's just a kitchen cabinet it's one of those that kind of spins open like a revolving door like on the front of a bank and you you know you can keep your jars and your your cans of beans in there and whatnot um my mom is is named Sue Susan. So we, in my family, we call it the lazy Susans. We call them lazy moms. <laughs> Areas. I love it. I Even love though my mom's like the opposite of lazy, but it's just a joke. So this rubber band appears inside your lazy Susan. You, you leave the room, you come back. It's been transported mysteriously onto the handle of a pot on the stove. I don't yeah. know if that's safe. I mean, rubber bands can burn if they're under heat, right? No, I hadn't. Well, I was actually I was not going to be cooking. I was going to be cleaning. I was going to scrape my top of my thick stove. So, yeah, it was just weird. It's like it just, you know, it's actually what led me to, because I hired you to help do a reading, because it had actually been so concerning for me. I was like, you know, even though I felt good, I felt like, is there something that life is trying to tell me right now? Like, what is going on here? Because, you know, there was so many frequent things that happened. So, yeah. yeah. 
Sometimes, I don't know, oh, for, for everybody, sometimes it just helps to get an outside opinion. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Autumn. I mean, things have always, little occurrences have always happened in my life that made me aware of things, but not to the degree of, you know, until when I almost passed away. So I just say I vibrate a little different now. <laughs> Maybe maybe difference okay. Maybe maybe this world we have enough of the same old same old. Maybe that's what we need is oh, a change of frequency. You know, I actually feel like it's just been a huge positive thing in my life. It's a I feel like it's a little bit more awareness and yeah, it's been a good it's been a good thing. So strange, so strange, but in a good way, right? Yeah, absolutely. So life is pretty. Now the other story that you have uh, has to do with. Was it a purse or what was it that was hanging on the on the door handle of the office and it started swinging back and forth like a pendulum? Yeah, one of my clients, you know, I'm telling her about my rubber band ghost, I call it. And she was saying, oh, I never, she's saying, I've, I've, I've never seen anything. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, I was like, I said, yeah, you know, I said, she, I can't remember, we were just visiting Girl Talk and. I've never seen anything. And then all of a sudden I had this like little mirror there that I would hand clients to look at their new brow work or work I've done on them. And, um, all of a sudden the thing just starts swinging and I'm like, Whoa. And she's talking away and she doesn't realize it. And I was like, look, look, look. I was like, look, it's Cynthia. I was like, look, it's Skechera. I was like, my rubber band ghost has heard your please. And I grabbed my phone real quick. Cause I had to record this because it just started swinging out of nowhere. Like nobody was there. And, and then I'm rationalizing it and I'm like, well, it's probably, it's definitely got to be like maybe some seismic activity because I know we get those here. So I Googling it. I mean, even if it's minute, maybe I couldn't feel it. Maybe it was just enough just to swing it just slightly. And no, there was nothing. And that thing swung for about five minutes. It looked almost like something was almost like tapping it slightly too. I went and cashed my client out and she's like, I got to go back in that room and see if it's still swinging. And she said it was. So I got a little video snippet I had sent to you, and it was, was kind of crazy, but yeah. It was a lot of bit crazy. <laughs> I remember when you sent ah. me this, and I'm I'm looking at it, and I'm re-watching it, and we, we actually briefly mentioned it on my other podcast, Paranormal Dads, and I and, showed it to my co-host, Eddie and Pat, and their, their jaws were hanging open in disbelief. I mean, yeah. it's one thing if, okay, if there's a draft of wind and, you know, the, the thing, you know, purse just hanging on a doorknob, and it just kind of swings a little bit. This thing was under intelligent control, and whatever it was... There was a continuous force that was making it uh, go left and right like a pendulum. But again, it's never it's never a malicious feeling. It's just kind of a playful spirit energy, right? Exactly. Never a malicious. We were actually in the video, we're giggling because we feel great. You know, it's not a scary feeling at all. So not at all. Yeah. And for anybody, uh, you know, who's going to you know view this on, on YouTube, I'll, I'll add a little uh, video link of, of that video so you can see what we're talking about there. But it's it's weird, you know, the spirit world, ghosts, however you choose to view this, you know, phenomenon, uh, they, they're very creative. Spirits and ghosts are very creative in the ways in which they interact with us and, and grab our attention. It could be moving physical, tangible objects, it could be coming to us in dreams, you know, it could be nudging us with a little intuitive inkling. Uh, any any other weird things happen at home or, or at your, you know, your your work studio? Well, I'll tell you the very first time I ever had something strange happen in my life. I was 14 years old and I had got, uh, I love Led Zeppelin. I get all, I had all the Led Zeppelin cassette tapes, you know, and I had got the new one. I got the stairway to heaven, put it in my cassette tape, put my stereo and 
the ribbon breaks, you know, and I was like, ah, you know, and sometimes, you know, when you got those ribbons, sometimes, you know, you remember where that the yeah. age, remember, you could kind of put tape on if you caught it in time and you could like splice it and well, no, I sucked at it. I got that thing wrapped up all inside. So it was twisted and um, I was like, shoot. Well, maybe, you know, I had only listened to one song. I listened to Stairway to Heaven and the thing snapped right after us. So I thought maybe they'll take it back. So I put it back away and I next week I go to get it out and take it out. I don't know why, just took it out. And that thing was back together again and rewound right back to Stairway to Heaven again. I mean, there had been no possible way that it could have happened because all the ribbon was up inside. There was no possible way. And I was like... <gasps> You know, being raised a Jehovah's Witness, we were very, very devout Jehovah's Witnesses, very um, ingrained in us. That was our whole way of life every single day. Um, and, you know, that what my parents told me, my mother, I went and told my mom and my mom's like, oh, my gosh, demons, you know, and so demonic entities. And so she took everything I had, everything was up when everything I knew I had got from a garage sale and we had to burn it all. And oh, no. <laughs> Like, oh God, what if it starts screaming while we burn it? And I'm like, and I'm scared. And I remember I feel, I felt like I was going to pass out. I was so scared. And even when Led Zeppelin came on the radio for years, I couldn't listen to it, you know? And I, and now as a grown rational woman, and I'm like, you know, my grandpa loved Led Zeppelin. That was his favorite band. So mm. he died pretty young, like 52. And I'm pretty sure it was just grandpa saying hello. I don't think... I don't think demons have, um, I think they have more sinister things to do than fixing a little Led Zeppelin tape. I mean, you would think that they would up the scare factor a little bit if they were yeah. really trying to torment somebody. But I tell yeah. you what, if, if that, if there was demonic screams as you burn that uh, cassette tape, that really would be the makings of a horror movie. But yeah. you know what's, what's interesting too, Autumn? So you started out life as a Jehovah's Witness and you went to the opposite extreme of atheist and now it's almost, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it almost seems like you found your equilibrium as more of like a, like a spiritual type person, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I just feel like spirituality, it's all around us and you just have to, and everybody's is different. So. Yeah. Everyone's is, everyone's journeys, their own trajectory, but uh, yeah, interesting. I mean, here we have a, a cassette tape and you young whippersnappers listening, you don't remember the, the good old days of having to physically alter uh, the tape, the physical tape that was wrapped up in a cassette because now it's digital everything. You know, your biggest problem is Wi-Fi goes out, right? Oh, exactly. um, But back in the day, yeah, if your tape got jacked up inside of a cassette tape, it was a nightmare to get it out. Sometimes you could cram a pencil eraser in there and kind of twist it to get it right. But Whoever, whatever spirit, whether it was grandpa or somebody else was helping you, really knew what they were doing, and they, they must have had the magic touch, huh? Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. So, so I have to ask, now, do you, do you still listen to them? Have you come back to a place where you, you don't associate Led Zeppelin with bad? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all about it, all that stuff now. So <laughs> I, I, also, I don't have anything like weird that happens it scares me anymore and it's a great feeling to be free of that fear too you know because that's a that can be, be overwhelming as a person you're scared of everything so yeah you don't you don't want to take it to that extreme you don't want to live tippy toe walking on eggshells uh it's that's no way to live uh now you know it just popped in my head as we're talking about you said spirituality is all around us and i'm i'm looking at you right now and, and you're in your the safe confines of your vehicle and I'm thinking, you know, in your surroundings and kind of your neck of the woods that you're at, you're kind of up there, sort of kind of in Bigfoot territory. You live on a lot of lush green area, right? 
do. We have we have 20 acres. We live up in the bluffs, up in Council Bluffs. Well, not kind of Crescent area on the outskirts of Council Bluffs. But yeah, it's just, it's beautiful. It's like my little paradise out here. I think I get off work, get out my studio. I head into the trails here, go mushroom hunting with my kids. We forage all summer long. It's just a wonderful, it's a wonderful life here. It's my little, I feel like, you know, it's very healing here. So it's a little sanctuary. Absolutely. But do keep your eyes peeled for the big fella because every time, you know, I've gone hiking up in that area up at a Hitchcock Nature Center. Oh, my gosh. It's it's so beautiful. It's so picturesque. But as I'm walking deep into the forest, I'm like, this is Bigfoot territory. And I'm not, you know, I'm not scared of, uh, you know, Bigfoot. Never seen one yet. I've I've heard, you know, some calls and discovered some evidence. But do keep your eyes peeled and report if, if there's anything odd or unusual. And I also have to ask, Autumn, you know, being up at kind of a higher altitude where you're at, have you ever seen any weird lights in the sky, any UFO sightings, anything you couldn't explain, you know, from up above? No, nothing strange. Uh, well, okay, I will say in my house I have one time. Um, is that what you mean or no? Sure. Anything odd and unusual. You know, we're all inclusive when it comes to strange things on this show. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I was folding laundry one day and I I look up in the corner and I can only compare it to what what I thought at first I was like what what is that it was like smoky but it was like static like if you could see what static looked like that's the only thing I could compare it to or almost like a swarm of static and it kind of swarmed towards me and then it went back and then it swarmed again towards me and then it and then it just went off the wall and I thought oh what the heck was that I was like that was weird and you know and you're kind of sitting there like did I just see what I saw like I just yeah I did so I think you know black you always think of something okay that's like negative energy and of course I get on Google I do my little Google search and actually it was really weird a lot of cool stuff popped up on that one but I talked about somebody that was um very in touch with mother nature um and somebody that worked around a lot of females and that's that's all i work on you know day in and day out so it's it was really kind of it was interesting so makes me not so fearful but it was just what what in the world was i seeing you know so it's it's odd but it's not it's never a scary feeling so it's that's i feel like it's always about how you feel inside you know and when you do see something peculiar that you can't explain you know bingo you know and i've i've been telling people for years you know pay attention to the feeling inside of your heart when something odd occurs you know if your initial knee-jerk reaction is fear you know maybe it's time to get out of the room and you know kind of sage the place if it's a warm, fuzzy feeling or, you know, if your your initial response is just curiosity, well, you probably have yourself uh, something that's rather benign. But as you're describing the static, two possible explanations come to mind. And I don't mean to put you on the spot, but do you remember what the weather was like outside that day when you saw this static? Because my, my initial thought was, could this be a form of ball lightning? 
Uh, now, ball lightning is a lesser known phenomenon. It is, um, it is respected and accepted by science as an actual legit thing. There's video footage of it. Mm-hmm. But what ball lightning is, it's just like condensed, sometimes the size of a basketball or beach ball, but it's kind of a glowing static electrical charge. It can go through walls. In fact, it's been seen on board planes and it kind of it goes right out the window. They can explode at any second. Um, oh, fun. Well, I've- <laughs> <laughs> fun is, is one word for it, I suppose. <laughs> No, that's awesome. I'd love to hear that because, man, it makes you think. It's like, am I going a little crazy? Like, did I just see what I saw? My old eyes. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, and if it, when you say static, you know, almost you think of like that old like TV fuzz. So is it more of like a white or translucent in color? No, it was black. It was smoke. Oh, oh, it was, oh, like you said, okay, it was black, like smoke. Okay. It was almost like I thought it was like a swarm of flies at first. And I was like, what huh. is looking and I was like no that's not flies it's like static you know and I just sat there for a second looking at it and I yeah so well I don't know it comes to mind and I know in Alaska in the interior of Alaska uh, some of these pilots of these little puddle jumper planes from up, up above looking down they say the mosquitoes are so bad that they almost look like black clouds of smoke so yeah it was weird no it wasn't mosquitoes no mosquitoes. Wasn't ball lightning because last no. I checked, lightning isn't black. Uh, but the other thing that came to mind was possibly a portal. And I don't know what it is lately, but like I swear to God, like three out of our last four guests on the show have mentioned like portals. Like so, a guy saw a portal in his uh, living room. Another guy saw a portal in his laundry room. Uh, a girl saw a portal open up, and she thought about crawling through it because it was so big. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was a portal. You missed your chance to go into it, Autumn. Well, I. <laughs> I don't think I'd go in any weird portal. I don't think I would do that. I'm not brave enough. <laughs> but, you know, I did have a couple weird things that have happened recently. I went to South Africa two years ago. And, um, you know, on our way back, we actually didn't have any more RAND that we brought with us. We even had to borrow um, a piece of RAND to use the restroom from our the guy, our, our guide that was with us on the trip. Is that the, is that the local currency there? Yeah, the RAND is. Okay. Yeah. And so... I get home and even two years later, I'm, I'm finding Rand in little weird spots in my house. I'll go to vacuum and there's one in the middle of the living room floor that I've, you know, I've vacuumed many times in the last two years. And Jeremy and I, my, that's my partner. We, he, we, we didn't, we didn't have one Rand on us when we came back. And I was really disappointed because I wanted to give some to my children. Really disappointed. And no, we had nothing. Yeah. And I, I have some now. I have four coins that I found now. It's super peculiar. So, well, and even if you had brought some back, like, why would it randomly like dematerialize from like your suitcase into the middle of the living room floor for no reason? That's so bizarre. Well, who knows? Like that, that may happen. I have ADHD real bad, and just weird shit happens all the time. So stuff. My organizational skills aren't 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 the best, so I'm very type B personality. <laughs> so, well, that's okay. You know, a little bit of or, a little bit of unorganization is the price you pay for creativity. I I get it, but it is it is strange. I mean, that's uh, you know, technically it's paranormal. It's unexplained, but it's undeniable, and it defies you know any logical explanation, or you know, in a way, it kind of defi- defies the laws of physics when you have. You know, rubber bands hanging to the wall by some force we can't see. You have currency 
uh, from South Africa showing up in the middle of the house. Um, do you think, I mean, since, since your experience, your, you know, your, uh, medical issue where that you narrowly survived has since then, have you noticed things like this occurring more frequently? Oh, I have things that occur almost every day, you know, and it's just become a, just a normal way of life, you know, and it's nothing that I'm scared of because I just feel like I just, yeah, I feel like maybe someday it'll become a little different. Maybe it'll change. I don't know. I just feel like it's still growing and I'm just becoming more aware of things now. So, but in a real compassionate way. So, um, uh, it's hard for me to explain, but I feel things like when I'm with my clients, you know, and I'm working on them and I touch them, I always have to have my hands on them. And sometimes, you know, like you just, you have a level of trust, but there's, you know, they pour their heart out to you and you, there's an intimacy there that there's, um, I can almost feel what they're feeling. It's hard to explain when I touch them. So, you know, and I just, it, it's always good feelings and energies around me. That was what I, how I explain it. So, and everybody that leaves always say that they have a wonderful experience. And if you look on my reviews too, they always talk about my work, but also about the feelings around things too. So it's just, you just have to come in and experience it for yourself, but I don't suggest you get eyeliner. So. <laughs> okay. You heard it from an expert here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but no, you're you're right. You know, you you're. This is the old cliche thing, but it's it's actually true. You know, people who work in similar industries, whether it's a hairdresser or, you know, somebody who works with makeup and tattoo, uh, you know, there is a level of intimacy and trust there. And yes, you're an artist, and you you know, you do your respected trade. But at the end of the day, you're kind of a counselor too. You're kind of a therapist. Okay. You know, you really are. It just kind of goes with the nature of the work. And it sounds like. You do it well, and it's well received. So, whatever you're doing from an energetic and and intuitive standpoint, just keep doing it because it's working for you. And yeah, get there, and I just know like this is where I'm meant to be. It's the best feeling to have. So you don't feel like you're working when you love what you're doing, and I know you get that same feeling too. I oh I do yeah when I'm podcasting or writing, I mean hours can go by and it feels like minutes because you're enjoying it. You know, it doesn't mm -hmm. feel like work. Well, I tell you what, if you have any mystery rubber bands up here again, you save one for me because I'll wear it for good luck. Heck, I'll wrap it around my microphone right here for a good good po podcasting mojo. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I got to tell you this quick story just happened on Saturday. Well, Sunday, actually. Um, our dog passed away on Saturday. It was our beautiful Cane Corso Italian Mastiff. And, you know, she was suffering a lot and it was, it was time for her to go, but it was, it was hard. You know, she's only seven and she just suffered a lot this last couple of years. And anyways, this dog was just so intelligent and um, she was a guardian dog for our property and she would just, everywhere we were, she would be there and she learned how to figure out how to, we couldn't keep her even out of our house unless we had the deadbolt done because she would push the handle down and she'd push the door open with her snout. Real smart dog. And, um, she was gone and we had just, we just buried her here and put her little cross out. And, um, we were in the garage in, in my, um, Jeremy's shop and all of a sudden, and this is a real heavy duty metal door, you know, and this door, you could tell the handle, which we heard it clicking when somebody was coming and we thought it was one of his workers or something. And the door blew open, like somebody pushed it open real hard. And there was just, and just this gust of wind just blew in and it was just, you know, and it was just like, like Katja was there with us. And I was like, honey, Katja's here. 
And he says, I, I saw that. And then he just, he, we just sat and cried. And it was just, yeah, but it was a good feeling. It was okay. She's just playing now. She's around here. So, but it was that handle. He's like, I saw that, you know, that handle turned. It was Katja turning it one last time for us. Oh my gosh. What? I mean, that just gives me goosebumps. And I tell you what, if that doesn't give somebody warm, fuzzy feelings, you might, have a little, you might check your pulse, you know, cause that's, it's, it's special. You know, she gave you a, a, a little piece of closure there, you know, to have a good cry, to remember the good times. And, and of course, you know, it's no coincidence that it would be something that you and Jeremy associate with her, you know, but it, it takes a little bit of oomph to do something like that, to open a door. So that's a very strong okay. energy she's bringing to you there. She was even when she was sick she was always still like guarding the property and watching us she'd have a seizure and then she'd get up and she'd watch us and guard us she was amazing so well this this episode season four episode one we will dedicate to uh to your dog and may she rest in peace but i i bet she's not resting at all because i bet she's running around like crazy and has that puppy energy again she is. She's actually probably out there killing cats. I hate to say it, but she's hated cats. Sorry, I know you've got a beautiful cat. <laughs> I do. Poor Darwin. I'm going to give Darwin a heads up before he crosses the Rainbow Bridge. There's a dog named Katya. Watch out for her. She... Yes, well, in, well, in Katya's defense, she did have a cat attacker first, so it started the whole thing. <laughs> it just gave her a complex. All right. All right. Well, you know, but hey, you know, that's what we have some animal loving uh, family members in the afterlife and they'll they'll play referee so that no dogs uh, kill any cats over there or vice versa. But very um, peaceful up there now. So very peaceful. Well, Autumn, we've uh, we've covered uh, a lot of different topics here. These were amazing stories. You've gotten our our season off to a good start here. And I can't thank you enough for coming on the program. Wonderful doing this. I appreciate it. All right, you take care. And for all you listening, uh, check back here next week for another episode of So Strange. Meanwhile, check the show notes, click the link, and you can become a subscriber to get a bonus episode each and every week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. Bye.